0: As a CEO, as an entrepreneur, you end up doing a lot of things you don't want to do, right? You just do it by nature. But if you're passionate about the core mission of what you're doing, that's gonna propel you. And to really make sure that you keep feeding your passion because that's gonna give you energy to do what you do great.
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is
2: Gretch from the IMCO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Abby Ritchie of Senior Savvy. Abby, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Yes, super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Abby so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Abby is the host of Senior Living's Foresight's newest production, Tech Tuesdays on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Senior Savvy with Abby premiering in 2022 on Saltbox TV. The founder of Senior Savvy has been featured on The List TV, ABC, Fox, USA Today, and Yahoo News. You can reach out to her online and on social media, where she shares more tech tips via Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Abby, appreciate you for taking some time out to be on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
0: I am. Let's do it.
2: Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: Great. Well, I started this company in 2018. It was after I was unemployed for about seven or eight months. And uh, that was a big surprise to me. My last company I was with for 15 years and I was a partner and uh, completely surprised in 2017 when I was let go. But I knew that I could only do something that I was truly passionate about. And so I searched and searched and I served. That was one thing I did. I served. And I have found over and over when I'm kind of lost, when I give, when I help someone, it helps get me oriented to where I need to be. And uh, several months into my unemployment, I just found myself helping my in-laws. They had just downsized and they needed help with their technology, then their neighbors and then their neighbors. And then I found myself in this position over and over again, helping an older adult with technology. And I thought, what? I like this. So one day in January of 2018, I thought to myself, I'm going to see if this has got legs. And I called five senior communities in my area. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, and there are many of them. I called them and I offered a free workshop. I've never taught it I had never written it. (laughs) I just knew that if there was a need, that I could do it. And the name of the workshop was Cell Phone Secrets for Seniors. And by the end of the week, I had three bookings and I knew it's got legs.
2: Nice. I absolutely love that. I especially love, you know, services the way and, and like kind of leaning into your passions and your gifts and being able to kind of help serve others. So many times with our organizations, we forget that the heart of it, it is at being a um, service. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more about your brands, all the awesome things you're doing to help serve and how, you know, that, that first class turned into all the awesome things you're doing. Can you take us through that and, and what you feel kind of even sets your part and makes you unique?
0: Yeah. So probably the cornerstone of what we do is we teach workshops. Now, Uh, The workshops lead to private sessions that all just took a huge 360 during COVID, and we ended up taking all of our services on video and connecting remotely with people. This really extended our reach significantly. So we went from maybe serving seven communities here in Scottsdale to serving seven states. And then a couple of years later, serving every single state in the nation. And just in this last couple of months, We went global, which is amazing. So we do workshops, they're on Zoom, they're on tech basics. We focus on the basics. We don't get complicated, we keep it simple because we know that when our students learn the basics, they have a foundation and then they can begin to build from there. And that foundation brings confidence, it brings empowerment, and it allows them to search for things and work independently. So we do these workshops, we also do tech cafes, and these are often in person in the community. It's sort of like our version of a Genius Bar. Uh, Community has us come in, maybe it's once a week, maybe it's once a month. And the residents sign up for an hour, uh, I'm sorry, a half hour of one-on-one tech support on their portable device. And they'll bring it to the library or the computer room and we help them, we answer their questions and they don't have to leave their community to help. And then, additionally, we do one-on-one tech support. It could be in person, and it can be remotely.
2: Nice. I absolutely love that because, uh, for lack of a better term, it sounds like you meet people where they are. Whether you're talking about at the communities or you know virtually, or doing these you know classes as well too, people have the ability. When it can be sometimes frustrating, and, and I imagine um, something you don't even want to do, but it's so necessarily important. I think for everybody, especially for you know your target segment, to be able to, to be empowered and, and have all those great benefits. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Okay. I started doing this in August. I've got two kiddos. One's in seventh grade, one's in ninth grade. They go to different schools in different places, different times. I find myself in the car driving. And at first I was really annoyed. Oh, it's like an hour here, an hour there driving around. But I revamped that and instead I listen. I listen to audio books and I've found that that has had such an amazing impact on my growth.
2: I love that. And I think so many times there's, I always say there's, I'm a big believer in binaries. There's a, there's a, you know, hot and cold, there's good and bad. Sometimes by changing our perspective, it allows an opportunity that maybe we wouldn't have had that existed.
0: Yep, absolutely.
2: Awesome. So what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? This is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self.
0: So I would tell my younger business self to stick to your zone of passion because as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, you end up doing a lot of things you don't want to do, right? You just do it by nature. But if you're passionate about the core mission of what you're doing, that's going to propel you and to really make sure that you keep feeding your passion because that's going to give you energy to do what you do great. Here's one other thing too that I heard that I think rings true. Who were you? Who were you at seven or eight or nine? Who was that person? What did that person love to do? Because I'm finding I'm back to that seven or eight or nine-year-old, which is on camera, helping people, teaching, um, being passionate, and just Allowing myself to shine and hitching my own star instead of coming along and someone else's,
2: I love that. and And so many times, I'll say, if you run your own race, you can't lose. And I, I love both of those nuggets because, part of, you know, I think, as you said, like being of service, when you were trying to figure out what to do, you went to be of service. And sometimes we're of service to the thing that we would do if we would have to do it for free, because we love doing it. So I love how that has coupled with it sounds like everything you've been able to kind of work on and do. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Abby, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Well, first and foremost, it means being a leader. Um, you, you've got to display leadership to take ownership and to also guide and mentor. I find myself often in the position where I, I need to coach someone to greatness. And quite often that means allowing them to figure it out on their own instead of like swooping in and solving it. So that's truly what it means to me to be a CEO.
2: I love that phrase. And I'm just going to reemphasize that coach somebody to greatness because I'm a big believer in like helping people uh, to be their own leaders to, to figure out to kind of even sometimes figure out more of themselves than they think that they, they didn't even know. And we see that as leaders. So I love that definition because it really taps into that and, and empowering others at the end of the day.
0: I want to share one other thing that I just thought of this year, um, which has been mind-blowing for me. So I've been looking to bring on extra people. And instead of bringing on one extra person, I'm looking to bring on many people. Because what's happened is when that one person has to take a break or can't be there, I've ended up being the backup person. And I don't want to do that anymore. That's why I've brought on multiple people and Allowing them to share in the wealth. So uh, that's been a huge game changer for me. I thought I needed one person, but having multiple people just expands the vision and allows for more work to come in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, like during this pandemic, especially too, sometimes we've craved that connection. So I love that, you know, even, you know, that perspective and that, that add-on that you provided, because it, it kind of lets us, you know, be part of a team, work towards a mission and goal, especially when you have such a strong goal as you do.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. And if I may share anything else with you, I do Go want to it. let you know, I do a lot of scary things all the time. And that's had, uh, it's had a really big impact in my ability to uh, persevere through more challenging times. So I do tend to take on the scary things first thing in the morning and just get them done. And I find that it really helps me um, manage my day better.
2: Yeah, I think that's so huge. And I don't know if you feel the same way, but I almost feel like when you do kind of do the scary things you lean more into, it's kind of like flexing a muscle. And once you start to work out that muscle, it helps you to tackle bigger and scarier and scarier things as that happens.
0: I also think a lot in terms of what can I do in this little teeny time frame? Because sometimes with the kids, I'm out picking them up, I come back, I've got 20 minutes. What can I do with excellence in 20 minutes? right? It doesn't seem like much time, and sometimes it's not, but if I can just get my mind around it, like I could just focus on this one thing really well for 20 minutes, boom! I've got it done.
2: Yeah, and I think what we were talked about before when you were mentioning with the kiddos and being able to kind of listen to audiobooks, we sometimes say, I don't have enough time, but sometimes that short period of time allows you to really laser focus and get those things done quicker, more efficiently, and, and it starts to create, I would say, it's the mother of invention when you don't have as much time. Um, the scarcity is the mother of invention, so you have that opportunity to really use scale from there and, and execute. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome! Well, Abby, truly appreciate all those additional nuggets and everything that you're doing. Of course, what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best people can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on
0: thank you. You can always find me on my website, seniorsavvy.net. I'm very active on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, you want to DM me, please do so. And please, you know, let me know how I can help you and your organization. Every Tuesday, I'm interviewing tech innovators on the Senior Living Foresight platform. And so if you're involved in senior living and tech, please reach out to me there as well.
2: Absolutely. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes. I think um, as you kind of talked about, you know, making sure that you're you're coaching someone to greatness extends to our team, but it also extends to the people that are around us. So I love that you have so many different ways, whether it be a client, customer, or somebody that's listening, you know, to all the awesome things that you're doing, you're coaching them to greatness. So thank you so much for sharing some of that coaching with us today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening
1: to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless, Jr.,